previously on Boxflap. This will be our most dangerous mission so far. Not all of you are going to make it back. But I want you to know, your country salutes you for your bravery. So you'll just wait in the car then? Did you want me to get some of those cinnamon rolls? But the electrician said we need to run these red wires here and attach the blue wires to that node. He just said that to scare you. That's how they make their money, scaring people with fancy wiring talk. I'm more of a do-it-yourself type person. Remember, if you see something, say something. In Swahili, Hojambo, Habarigani, Gina Lako Nani, Nataka Maji. But, Fred, what if self-driving cars get to pick all the music? We'll be listening to Cardi B until our heads explode. What? I like Cardi B. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of Box Flap with me, John Stanton. If you are the kind of person who craves structure and wants the predictable, then now is the time to either walk away or tune into something else you've been warned. Long-time listeners will know that this show is a bit of a potpourri of items. Today will be no exception. We're going to look at some one-star book reviews on a classic dystopian novel perfect for this day and age. And you're going to hear the latest literary efforts from the new Surgeon General of the United States. All that and some author updates and a new fake sponsor on this episode of Box Flap. A little bit about Box Flap. We're international. A face for radio. Does someone you love have a face for radio? Maybe they shouldn't appear in all the family portraits? Do you wear long scarves in hopes that you can cover their faces if they try to get into a selfie? In this digital age when appearances mean everything on social media, how can you integrate these people into your life? People with a face for radio aren't pleasant to look at, but that doesn't mean that they don't have feelings. Hi, I'm John Stanton. I have a face for radio. The good people at faceforradio.com have the perfect solution for people like me. Instead of trying to crowd into photos with beautiful people that would only generate dislikes and angry faces on Facebook, faceforradio.com can embed my voice, can embed my voice into photos. Instead of showing my ugly mug in a photo, Facebook followers get a mug full of my soothing voice. Like in this picture of Wilhelm Hellentrance III, the second and or third richest man on the planet, trying to steal one of my chickens. When you click on the photo, you hear me say, Wilhelm, put down that chicken. You don't know where it's been. Now Wilhelm Hellentrance III and my chicken don't have to suffer the embarrassing consequences of being seen with me, but they can be heard with me. Wilhelm likes to call it herd immunity. After all, ugly is contagious. Quick author update. How do you like my new microphone? A couple weeks back, I went to make an episode of Box Flap, and I noticed a staticky hum on the audio from my old microphone. I think our cat had knocked it down one too many times. And now I have a brand new microphone that uh, was a little more expensive, but you know, you're worth it, people. You're worth it. And I got it. I want to tell you about where I got it from because 
uh, we often, you know, in this society, we order things from strangers or we go to big box stores where you might run into folks who are on the clock, but they don't know very much. Metro Sound and Lighting in St. Paul, Minnesota, right on University Avenue. They are staffed with pro audio people. They know their gear. They've been doing it for decades. The staff was very helpful. And Ken, who helped me, knew exactly what I needed. I called him up. They shipped it to me the very next day. And I know what you're thinking. Is he getting paid for this? No, I'm not getting paid for this. I think it's very important that we support small and local businesses. I purposefully did not purchase this microphone from the a-hole. That's Amazon. And speaking of the a-hole, yes, my books are currently available on the a-hole, but I am working on a new website. Started this week. I'm going to be offering books for sale from that site and audio that you can purchase directly from me. That's a work in progress. Over time, I will be going wide with my all of my books, meaning that they will be available on other platforms beyond Amazon, the a-hole. Otherwise, I have been plugging away at the first book in the Norwegian Pontoon Mafia series. It's called Queen of the Lakes, in which Arnie Fisker wants the Arnie Fisker dream, but has to settle for the American dream. Hopefully, God willing, that book should be out later in 2021. What do the following countries all have in common? Ireland, Germany, Japan, the United Kingdom, Singapore, Brazil, Mexico, and yes, the United States. What could these countries scattered across the globe possibly have in common? Well, they're all cuckoo for box flap. Yeah, the last couple of weeks I've seen a steady spike in the number of folks listening and uh, the countries from which they originate has increased. So hello, thank you for joining us. I suspect that many of these new visitors are coming from the Conscious Resistance and the Freedom Cell Network. So hello to you folks. Uh, I hope you find something here that you can enjoy. For today's author read, I'd actually like to feature the work of another author more deserving than I. In fact, so deserving that uh, President Biden surprised the world by selecting this esteemed author and medical professional to be the next Surgeon General of the United States. And of course, I'm talking about Dr. Seuss. The Way Forward, Solving Global Pandemics, Climate Change, and Economic Disparity by Censorship, Hypocrisy, and Totalitarian Control by Dr. Seuss, Surgeon General of the United States. Facts and masks. Masks on facts. Let's face the facts. Despicable acts come from facts and masks. What a task, need you ask? If you need to ask, it's best to mask. It's in the air. It's not fair. What's in the air? The variants. They're in your hair. Variants here and variants there. They're in your mask. They're on your facts. The variants live inside your crack. Check your crack. Check your facts. Wear a mask on your ass. Variants vary, and they're more and more scary. 
They nyuck nyuck your health like curly mowing Larry. The stooges are loose and they'll make you sick. Barry and stooges will slap your stick. Put a mask on your stick. Stick a mask on your ass. Don't let a variant stooge pass. Variants are deviants and deviants devolve. Don't indulge a deviant so a variant we can solve. Come on, man, if you have to ask, then you're not black. Blacks and masks, whites and masks. Everyone's equal, them's the facts. Time took a swerve in no time at all so we could flatten the curve. Spring to summer, summer to fall, fall to winter, and winter to spring. Now we've flattened everything. Two weeks became a year, but we're still here. Locking down our cracks, locking down in masks, locking down our cracks and masks. Lockdowns and masks? Lockdowns on facts? Why do you ask? Lockdowns and masks, of course we need them. Who needs freedom? Unmask? Talk facts? No, talk fast and get a vax. Warp speed, like Star Trek. Do as I say, not as I do. Believe you me, or I will bury you. That's the facts. Facts don't wear masks. When the facts get unloosed, you might just get soosed. See what I mean? Seuss is for quarantine children, not quarantines. Are you ready for a little fun? How about some Think Off 3? In honor of Dr. Seuss <laughs> being added to the list of banned authors, hey, that's where we are, folks. I thought it would be fun to play with that. So imagine three titles that Dr. Seuss didn't write, but should have. So think of three Dr. Seuss books. And bonus points if you can come up with three additional reasons why those books would be banned. <laughs> and you can send those to me at chance underscore s at yahoo.com. of the best books. I don't know about you, but in the last few years I've been doing a lot of reading and thinking and analyzing events, and I recently re-immersed myself in the book 1984 by George Orwell. Did you know that that was originally to be called The Last Man in Europe? George Orwell began writing it in 1944. And it was meant to assess the consequences of dividing the world into spheres of influence, which of course happened during and after World War II. So in the book, the world is broken into three major zones, Oceania, Eurasia, and East Asia. And we are seeing the world through Winston Smith's eyes. He is a uh, member of the party who controls Oceania. And he works in the Ministry of Truth, essentially erasing undesirable facts and replacing them with facts that align with the current narrative. Oh, and good news, because of the perpetual state of war... The citizens of Oceania are kept under lockdown. They have no freedom of thought, freedom of speech, no freedom of movement. And they're under a constant 
technological surveillance. Well, thank God this is just fiction. But of course, not everyone loves dystopian fiction, and we're going to hear some of these amazing one-star reviews of 1984 from our friends of the Amazon Review Club. Like Rich, who gave it one star and called it Boomer Pornography. Overall, I can't say I enjoyed this bizarre trip through the mind of an old man whose grasp on reality was fading, and the fact that anyone still holds this book up and claims it has relevance in the modern era is a mystery to me, on par with the creation of life and Donald Trump's natural skin tone. The things we don't like about the world don't just exist on the other side of a dividing line. The flaws in our governments and cultures weren't put there on purpose by a wise Irishman thinking three steps ahead. They are the result of history, natural disasters, and momentary decisions that change perceptions, history slowly weaving itself like the most complex tapestry ever made. Gee, Rich, that sounds like a lot of coincidence theory to me. And here's a one star from a very, very long time customer who says, less government. Back many decades, I was assigned this in high school. Why? Well, because it is Marxist propaganda intended to corrupt a young mind. Thank God I didn't read it then. For the most part, our capitalist society allows, encourages, promotes people to grab all the gusto they want by working for it. Sure, there's luck, there's some unequal playing fields, there's favoritism, but mostly, life is what you make it. At this point, the flow of words, sentences, paragraphs, ideas, and such are very crude and disjointed, meaning it isn't a pleasant read. Why would such crap be assigned? Certainly not because it is a fun event. Instead, to stumble and trudge through. Yuck! Socialism sucks. It only achieves a quality of misery for the 95% and decadence for rulers. Yes, a very, very long-time customer. The book was disjointed. And here's a well-reasoned one-star review from IS called Garbage at its Best, Yet Everything is Relative. Someone recommend this book to me. When I started reading it, I realized that it is not something I enjoy reading. I know it has old Russian-like life style under the old regime, wherein Big Brother is watching you. I don't finish this book. To me, it is in the class of garbage books. Yet, it is my opinion. Person who recommended to me liked it. I hope you like it as well. Yet, it is very boring and depressing read. Back in March of 2019, Clifton C. Cartwright said, This is a dark, sad book and gave 1984 one star, saying, This book was required reading 40 and 50 years ago. It represented a possible future for our world. It did not happen, and the reading is sad and depressing at this time. I would have preferred to have not read this book. Well, I hope you enjoy living it, Clifton. And from the files of disgruntled school students, Stacy Russell gives it one star, saying, It's hard to read, slash understand. Schools are making high school students read this book because it is literature. This book is hard to understand as a student and older. I don't understand Big Brother, and I don't understand all the rules and laws that this book describes. Parents, read this book with your child when they have to read it, because it will make you have discussions with them. 
Well, that's actually, that's a good piece of advice, Stacey. And she wrote that back in 2019. So I'm sure she has a much better understanding of the book now. Here's another one from 2019 from Paul. Gave it one star and said he was not a fan of this book. Doesn't hold up today. The entire story is ludicrous. When I spoke to a friend about my issues with the book, he suggested Jennifer Government, which was what I wanted out of 1984. I don't know what Jennifer Government is. Maybe you know what that is. You could inform me. In the spirit of constructive criticism, Kindle customer DC gave it one star and said, This book is far too violent for me not to want any part left in my mind. I have no helpful hints for the author. <laughs> A little too late for Eric Blair. Oh, did I mention that George Orwell was just a pen name for Eric Blair? Every once in a while, you stumble across one of these one-star reviews where the reviewer has put a lot of depth uh, and powerful insights into their review. Like Eric, who gave 1984 a one-star and said, No. Sucked. Do you know any people who are stick-to-it readers? My wife is one. Just you know, She'll read it to the end, even if she's not fully enjoying a book. I'm not like that. I just say if I don't get hooked right away on a storyline, I will just set it down because there are many other things I could be reading. Well, Lita Martin is a stick-to-itive reader. She gave it one star, and she said, Horrible society. I hated it. But I read it because it's educational and a classic. And you know she ate her Brussels sprouts as a child. And lastly, from the files of things that make you say, duh, Amazon customer gives it one star, says, if you don't like reading, then don't get it. I don't like reading. <laughs> and from that same file of duh, El Cripo gives it one star and says, book. It book. <laughs> and for all these great reasons, that's why 1984 by George Orwell is one of the worst, best books. going to do it for this episode of box flap if you like the show tell a friend if you don't like the show tell an enemy in the meantime keep on flapping